Radio. What's going on, everybody? We are back. Episode 198 of the Dark Windows podcast. Two episodes left, and we're done. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I mean, who knows? Um, That's what I'm saying. But hey, fuck it. Uh-huh. I, I'm sticking to the story, you know. So uh, if you're listening to this the day it came out, you guys got a little bit of a surprise yesterday. You got a uh, you got an extra episode that came out. That was pretty cool, huh? It's pretty nice of those guys. Yeah. Uh, those guys. Uh, those fucking guys. Yeah. Yeah. Those guys being us. Kevin and us. And yeah. Kevin and Kevin and us. Yeah. Yeah. Those guys. Do we need lights on? You you good? I'm fine. Okay, cool. Uh, so. You need lights on? No, I'm good. So the cube had demanded paranormal. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. I think I got it. I'm not 100% sure. You'll be the judge of it. Because it could be paranormal. It could be totally explainable. It could all be bullshit. Mm-hmm. But there's definitely some weird shit going on here. So we're going to take a quick 30-hour drive north from Vancouver, British Columbia, up into the southwest corner of the Northwest Territories. Okay, a quick 30 hours? Yeah, 30 hours. No big deal. Um, right. <laughs> I don't think that's quick. Well, there's some territory up there that's now a national park and a um, like a UNESCO heritage site, technically. Um, it's about 12,000 square miles, and it's called the Nahani Valley. And to put that into perspective, for us New Englanders, that's roughly the size of Massachusetts and Connecticut combined. Okay. It's a good size area for just this one national park. Hmm. Cutting its way through the valley is the Nahani River, which is one of the few rivers in the world that was there before the surrounding cliffs and mountains actually were. The river existed before the mountains. It's not like all the other ones where it cut through them. This was there before. Okay. So. Well, it's up there. Well, well, wait, you said 30 hour north? Yeah. So this is the tundra. No, no. It's, it's, I mean, it's cold as fuck, like, during the winter, but it's not tundra. I'll, I'll show you some pictures of it. Place is absolutely gorgeous. So this isn't that far up, then? It's up, but it's not, like, way this the is, fuck this up. This isn't caribou, like, tundra, like, way the fuck up there territory. Well, yeah, it is, but it's, uh, hold on. Because, um, cause... I mean, that's. Oh, well, that's some still, shots that's not, it. you know. Okay, so it's still within, like, the Rockies. Kinda, I guess. Uh, the Rockies or whatever range it is, I'm not sure. Yeah, or I, um, I think I'm wrong on that, because I don't think... I'm not a, a Canadian geologist, I couldn't tell you. Um, uh, <laughs> well, I don't know, I don't know. Anyway, but uh, there's mountains. Yes, there's mountains and an, a very, very old river. And it looks pretty fucking sweet. It's gorgeous, but... We're going to get into a little bit more with that. There's a there's a butt there? Oh, yeah. Oh. So this river actually dumps off a waterfall that's twice as high as Niagara Falls, so it's roughly 220 feet high. Wow. It's a, it's a, a big drop. Mm-hmm. 
the closest major city to this remote area is Yellowknife with a population of 20,000. I've heard of that. Yes. Somewhere. I don't know where, but I've heard of it. It's, yeah, it's, it's one of the major quote-unquote cities in Canada. Uh, it's got 20,000 people in it. It's, it's the only major city in the Northwest Territories. Okay, yes, but I have heard of it. I don't know why I've heard of it, but something. So the, the population in this corner of the of the uh, province is so low, it, it would be the equivalent of if you had a landmass the size of Sweden mm-hmm. and nobody lived there. Uh-huh. That's how, how sparsely populated this place is. Is it? I wonder if it's mostly um, uh, native peoples. No, not so much. Uh, not not a lot of native tribes around the area anymore. There were though. Um, the only way to gain access to the park is either a multi-day hike in, a boat, or a plane. You can tell shortly after arriving that this is not a friendly place. Overland trails are frequently impassable. Boats are often smashed into the rocks and capsized um, because the river has got a lot of really uh, like unpredictable bends. Like you'll be going down and you'll see a, a curve in the river. And the next thing you know, you're looking back the same direction you just came because it hooks back and then comes back around. Okay. So it, it'll, it'll roll boats over. Um, and there's been quite a few planes that have crashed into the surrounding peaks, which uh, has earned them the ominous nickname, the funeral range. Mm. So not a, not a, <laughs> not a lot of fucking, uh, Rainbows and blowjobs going on up here. Due to all this, the area is obviously uninhabited and remarkably untouched for the most part. That's not saying that nobody's ever lived there because there have been people there. Uh, There was a tribe that lived in the area called the Naha uh, way, way back in the day, which is where the valley gets its name from. And there's only one reason that there's any record of the Naha people existing and it's because of our old friends from way back in episode two, the Dene, when we talked about the Wendigo. Okay. So they kept records of this other tribe. Uh, they weren't buddies. The Dene and the Naha did not get along at all. Ah. Uh. Um, the, the Dene would tell stories of uh, Naha warriors coming out, coming down the hills in the night, kidnapping women, killing and decapitating anyone that got in their way. So they were not a, not a, not good neighbors, let's say. Pretty much blood feuds. Yeah. But the Diné did not return the favor. They didn't reciprocate the violence. Oh, so this definitely isn't the, 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 um, Hitchcock and McCoys or whatever. The fuck this would be like if the fucking Abenaki and the Crow live next door to each other. The Crow being one of the more violent tribes in Native American history and the Abenaki were like, Eh, is what it is. Yeah, but we had the Mohawk. Yeah. Next, to, next door. Yeah, but the one. Mohawk were nothing compared to the Crow. The Crow were fucking crazy violent. Okay. All right. I like mean, the Crow, bit... the Apache, the Comanche. The Sioux. The Sioux. All of those guys were super violent when they needed to be. These guys were just violent because it was fun. Douchebags. Okay. I mean... <laughs> okay. So... After a while, the Diné finally have had enough, and they sent a group of their best warriors into the uh, into the Nahani Valley. They bombed the fuck out of them. I wish. Damn. Like, went in there with fucking just bags of grenades, <laughs> tomahawks and shit. Ah, t- 
Ooh, tomahawk grenades? Uh, ballistic tomahawks where you just hit the button <gasps> and the thing flies off. Oh. That'd be kind of crazy, right? A ballistic tomahawk. Yeah, fully semi-automatic war clubs, which need to be banned. <laughs> you got to watch out for Can't those. drill that third hole in your war club because that makes it a federal crime. Wow, it's true. I yeah. mean, you, you you do that, you're fucked. And you're not supposed to go to Napa and buy fuel filters mm-hmm. for your tomahawks and use uh-huh. it as a suppressor because that's also a federal offense. Well, no, you're. I mean, you mean for your war clubs? Either way, no, because your tomahawks are a new. Nu- I mean, they're you know, they're is that the nuclear option? Yeah, <laughs> they're fucking like you know, Just slam a tomahawk into the ground and everything within a two hundred mile radius is dead instantly. Exactly. It's like the it's like the Davy Crockett of handheld weapons. Yeah, they throw it down. They, somebody yells, "You shall not pass!" and fucking boom. Fucking uh, Indian Thor comes out of nowhere <laughs> and just starts smashing the ground with his giant tomahawk. You just hear. Uh, <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Easy. Hey, calm. fuck that. Hey, listen, I don't give a fuck. The Braves have the best, like, crowd interactive thing of all time. True. People are like, oh, it's, oh, it's offensive. No, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's not like they're out there, like, hey, you know, like, chanting, like, we have casinos. That'd be offensive. They're just doing the fucking tomahawk chop, which yeah. is excellent. Yeah, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I don't know. I mean, but I'm also white, so... Yeah. You know, if any native folks... Listen, and I can tell you right now, most of the people that got upset about shit like the Redskins, the Braves, and the Indians are white people. <laughs> it's true. Because uh, the Redskins logo was of a... It was a, a, a uh, chief or something. Yeah, he was a... I, I can't remember gr- what tribe he was from. His know. grandson designed the logo and approved it. <laughs> well, it was... Based off of his... Uh, off his grandfather. Grandfather. Yeah. Chief Wahoo from the Indians was based off of uh, the first Native American baseball player that played in the in Major League Baseball. And he loved it. Mm-hmm. He wasn't offended by it. No. I don't know. Some people are just dumb. Yeah. You know. Like, well, what would you do if they named a team Caucasians? I'd buy the shirt because it's fucking hilarious. Yes, that's <laughs> true. <laughs> God. <laughs> The, but if, ca- the Caucasian, the Caucasians are up next. But listen, if we're going to keep doing that, it's going to come around for everybody. <laughs> you know, it's true. I you mean, know. anyway, enough about that fucking you know, <laughs> uh, that bullshit. So the the Danae finally send in a group of uh, of their best warriors into the valley, and they surround a camp occupied by the Naha. They're watching from the tree lines. They can kind of see, you know, there's cook fires that are smoldering out. They're not completely out. There's still smoke coming from them. Somebody threw one of those tactical nom- tomahawks. Yeah. <laughs> there's smoke coming out from the teepees, which makes you th- which means that they have fires going in. No, so smoke signals. Well, no, they're, well, they're also keeping warm because it's winter. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm just saying they're sending out smoke signals. I don't know if the, do those We're, actually, you have to have a wet blanket for those. No I know one's that. home. Please call back yeah. later. Because you have to have a, like a wet chunk of cloth that you like lay over it, pull off, and I don't know. I don't know. I'm too white to know how to do it. Um, so they see all of this stuff going on, and they start creeping down in. Because mm-hmm. they're like, they, we caught them when they're sleeping. We're going to fuck these dudes up. They're going to fuck them so hard. Yeah, they, uh, as they're going by, they're, they're kicking out the campfires to put them out completely. Well, There's, that's awfully nice of them. It's also smart. Because if there's more of them, you can't signal because your fires are out. And you're not going to try to build a fire when you're actively avoiding being scalped. Stop, stop, stop. I need need to build a fire. Hold on. (laughs) I tagged home base. Let me, you know, let me build a fire. 
if I make it to the other side, you have to king me and I get to build a fire. Aha. Uh-huh. Um, so they get all the fires out and they're surrounding the teepees and they start going through them one at a time, flipping the flaps open and there's nobody there. The whole place is completely abandoned. There's still food in pots that's been hung over the fires that's still warm. Nobody's there. They never saw the Naha again after that. Fucking right. And they, they didn't do anything. They, they just they vanished. S- they scared them away. I don't think they did. Because um, they, they heard about the tactical Tamahawk. Yeah. Well, the, the Diné, uh, they got a weird feeling about all this. And they're like, something's not right here. They, they have all of their stuff here proving that they're still around, but nobody's here. Okay. All the men are gone. All the women are gone. All the children are gone. All the <clears throat> elders are gone. There's nobody here. Aliens. There's not even dogs here. <laughs> Aliens. <laughs> so. Beat me up, Scotty. <laughs> so they. Oh, fuck those guys. So they start thinking, this is bad news. We need to leave. Because, you know, Native Americans have their belief system with things. Like spiritual things in the wild. Mm-hmm. And this is not a good thing. Because we are smack dab in the middle of Wendigo country. Oh, this is Wendigo country. Okay. Not only Wendigo country, there is also stories of giant hair-covered men, like full tribes of them, that are led by beautiful women into battle. There's also been stories of... These... Wait a minute. Are you talking about fucking, like, Bigfoots that mm-hmm. are led by... I mean, I'm sorry, Sasquatch. Yeah. Led by women? Yeah. That are, that are not Sasquatches? They don't, they don't really go into that, but probably a female. Of the same species. Um, There's also legends of a giant that cooks his meals in the hot springs in the area. Um, So they they definitely have their... their, I don't want to say superstition because it's really not. Their spiritual beliefs. Where there's a lot of bad shit going on in this area. Their... Legend? No, legends? Yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I get I don't know. So regardless, they they leave because this is not a good place to be. Um there was something uh, something bad about a certain stretch of river that's about 200 miles long. Um the canyon walls kind of like close in over the top of it and almost mm. touch again uh-huh. in some spots. Um so the fucking water bored through it then. Right. But in those spots like that, the river gets really, really aggressive, and there's no shoreline yeah. to get off of on. Yeah. you got to just ride it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's ca- <laughs> there's all these caves. I think, there, I think there's like a lot of those, like some of those in the Grand Canyon. I yeah, think. probably. There's all these caves, and um, they call them Tufa Mounds, which are just like, I can't really explain it. I, I didn't look too much into it. Uh, let me find out here. I can't remember what the fuck it was, though. Oh, so they're uh, uh, limestone kind of spires that come up out of the water that just kind of form. So, so, th- so kind of like um, stalactite or stalagmite. I think one? I don't remember one of the two. The, the, the stalag that comes out of the ground one, not the stalag from the ceiling. Yes. Yeah. Not that stalag, but the, the other the stalag. stalag up, not the stalag down. Yes. Yes. You got it. Yeah. Now, I bet you're probably wondering this, at this point in time, why would anybody want to go here at all with all of this, like, danger and 
possible supernatural shit going on. Because people are stupid and they want to know it? No. Okay, fine. Gold. Oh, there'd be gold in that there woods. From 1896 to 1899, 100,000 people set out for the Yukon. Obviously, the Yukon had a huge gold rush. Yeah. And this is kind of in that same area. You're down in that bottom corner where they kind of connect the two together. Mm-hmm. So, of course, you're going to wander off this way because there's not anybody out there. Of course. The trip was so brutal that only 30,000 people of the 100,000 that left for the area made it. Wow. Um, only to find out there was not a whole bunch of gold after all in the Yukon. Um, there's a lot of mud, disease, and mosquitoes, though. Yeah. A lot of mosquitoes. And they're polite, too. Oh, they are. Oh, sorry about that, bud. Oh, oh, sorry. Sorry. For, sorry. Sorry taking your blood there, uh, bud. Yeah, uh-huh. So as foolish as these attempts would be, uh, there was also Klondike trips where, again... What would you do for... I mean, sorry. Uh, I watch uh, 70% of the people that I came here die for a Klondike bar. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> um, so a few were foolhardy enough to attempt to get through the Nahani Valley. But some were not that smart. Some tried it. And when it became clear that there wasn't a lot of gold in the Yukon, a few dared to go back into the Nahani Valley and go further in. Uh-huh, because, um, you know, we didn't go far enough. Yes, and people, as it turns out, never learn their lesson. Listen to the natives. If they tell you, don't go there, Bad things happen. Don't just go, ah, savages. Yes. How dare you tell me, a white man, what do, what goes on there, you people that have lived here for thousands of years? Foolishness. How dare... Who the know? fuck do you think you are? Take these blankets. Yes. Yeah. You know? <laughs> uh, go to our schools. We won't like you. No, you're going to go to our schools. And we're going to cut your hair, and we're going to name all of you fucking John. Or Suzanne. That's it. That's it. Yes. There's like an inordinate amount of Native American men named John because of those fucking schools. What's your name? John, 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 and John. Yeah. John, James, a lot of those. Mm. Because of the goddamn schools. And you, Canada, are just as guilty as the United States is because they keep finding mass graves. You pricks. Fuckers. We at least killed them in open fields where they could, you know... I mean, we didn't put them in schools. We just fucking gave them blankets, okay? No, we let the birds use all every part of the Native American. You guys exactly. just buried them all. Exactly. You fucks. We gave back to nature. And fuck you, Quebec. You're not even involved, but fuck you. Exactly. <sighs> anyway. You get the fucking anyway. <laughs> so the two most famous or, if you want to look at it, infamous Nahani Valley gold, uh, gold seekers were the brothers Willie and Frank McLeod. McCloyd. McCloyd, sorry. Got my uh got my my mix messed up. I mick matched him. <laughs> there can be only one McLeod. Yeah. Maybe oh, it is McLeod. M C L E O D. McLeod. Okay, McLeod. <laughs> Whatever. There can be These filthy only fucking one. gingers went out into the <laughs> Wait, wait, well oh that uh... Freckle face bulbous nose Irish fucks. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Whose family was originally from somewhere else. Yeah, exactly. Um, so after a trip, uh, oh, I'm sorry, after a tip from a man, 
who went by the name Little Nahani, which sounds like a rapper name. By the way, <laughs> it'd be Lil. There wouldn't be any T's or any, uh-huh, you, know, uh-huh. you know what I mean. Um, so he flashed them a chain and watch, <laughs> supposedly made of Nahani gold. Yo, man, you want this? Oh, no, we're talking like a pocket watch chain, like big, thick links and a gold pocket watch. And they're like, uh-huh. yeah, I got this from the gold. I made this from the gold that I found there. And they're mm. like, fucking, you got it. We're going. Uh Stupid white people. Yeah. <laughs> I bought this at a pawn shop. <laughs> Dumb Europeans. Yeah. Um, so the McLeods ignored the warnings about how dangerous the valley was and went there to seek their fortunes. Again, white people are dumb sometimes. Uh, they scanned the rivers for weeks, found nothing. They're down there up to their waist, panning through shit in the, you know. Goddamn white people. Yeah. How dare they? We're allowed to say that because we're white. We're allowed to say white people are fucking stupid. Because, you know, if you can't tell by listening to us, we're, we're white. I don't care. Spoiler alert. <laughs> if you're dumb, you're dumb. That's true. That's true. Dumb doesn't care what color you are. Everybody uh-huh. can be dumb. Yeah. You just have to, you know, apply yourself. Um, do or your, do or your not best. apply yourself. Well, you, do, you can do your best to be actively stupid. I know a lot of people that do it. So they're obviously scanned, like panning for gold. They're not finding shit. So they're probably starting to think, you know, maybe a, this is a little exaggerated, you know, with the whole bad things going on. We're going to keep moving up the river. Finally, after passing through a long, towering expanse of canyons, uh, the black caves sit up, sitting up on top of them are just kind of staring down at them, you know. And Who goes there? <laughs> as they're go as they're getting up towards these caves, one of them looks over like over the edge of the boat and they see just shit shining like up in the the shallow waters almost directly between these two caves. It's probably fool's gold. It's a trap. <laughs> it's a fucking trap. You have two caves and then gold between them. Mm-hmm. And all these stories about terrible shit happening to people the whole way. He probably, they probably got told, don't touch that gold. They probably got told, don't be fucking stupid. Go to Alaska for gold. All mm. they have there is were otters and whatnot. Ah, were otters. We talked about them in our, our Alaska. You got to watch out for them. Yep. So <laughs> they, they pull up on shore. Well, they do have were beavers up there. That's true. But so they pull up on shore and they're just kicking through the shallow stuff, kicking through the rocks and stuff. And they're kicking up these giant chunks of gold that are, you know, some of them are, you know, supposedly two to three inches in diameter chunks of gold. Mm -hmm. So they decide this seems to be a really good place to set up camp. So Willie and Frank start getting all their shit set up. They start sifting, and they end up packing their boat with gold over the course of a couple of days. Hundreds of pounds of gold. A lot of fucking gold. Um, wow. So they start, you know, they want to get home. But just as they're leaving, the river gets really, really rapid. It had been flowing normally before, and all of a sudden, it's just raging. So, don't know if there was, uh, like, a big storm upriver, if there was an ice melt, whatever, but it picked up at the worst possible time. 
I've heard of that. Like yeah. The whole, um, it could do whatever upstream and, you know, by the time it gets down there, because there could be like a storm or whatever, you know, somewhere else and it melts off. and Yeah, and it just fucking yeah. just comes flying through. Same with my backyard. It could snow, it could rain like a son of a bitch in Chittenden, and my, my, the creek in my backyard will come up a foot and a half. Um, so they decide to just risk it anyway. Uh, they take off and they don't get real far, maybe a couple miles downstream and the boat is smashed against the rocks. It starts to overflow and it just washes everything out of the boat. Gold, clothing, survival gear, everything's gone. Oh, they're fucked. Hungry and half drowned, they face a decision. <laughs> what? To eat each other or not to eat each other? Well, I mean, that's incest. They're brothers. <laughs> so, the decisions here would be continue on with what little we have left or go home and regroup. What What would you have done here, you know? <clears throat> well... I would probably, I'd probably go home. Yeah, that's what they did too. So, first smart choice in this entire episode that anybody's made. We're going home. Fuck this, we're going home. But, they went home and they started telling their brother, Charlie, about the whole thing. And, uh, they're like, listen, come back with us. We know right where we're going. We're going to be, we're going to just be rich. Like, there's... Nobody's going to have more money than us in the area when we come back. Uh-huh. Okay. So Charlie's like, yeah, that sounds great. And then as they're getting closer and closer and closer to the time where they're getting ready to leave, Charlie keeps getting further and further and further away from wanting to go. Because he just, he said, I had a weird feeling in my stomach and I just, I decided not to go. Charlie's. Yeah, so, has, so has that gut feeling. Yeah, so Charlie decides not to go. Willie and Frank gather up all their new gear, get everything ready, and in 1906, they head back out into the woods without him. A year passed. Charlie assumed that Willie and Frank had, like, hit the jackpot. They hit the mother load, and they were just kind of making the most of what they could get out of it. So he didn't really think too much of it. They're going to be home soon. Yeah, no big deal. They've been gone a year. They're out there prospecting. They're making a ton of money. Normal. Cool. Yeah. Two years pass. Well, maybe well, maybe Frank and Willie are... Maybe they got into some trouble. Maybe they got somebody mad. Maybe they're in jail somewhere. I don't know. So Charlie starts, uh, Charlie starts worrying and talking to locals about the area. Uh, that's kind of that's where he went. This is not good. Because the more stories he was hearing from the people around the area, the more he's starting to think, probably a good thing I didn't go. Because there's uh, you know, crevasses that you can't see when you're walking. They'll just fall out from underneath you. Sinkholes pop up everywhere. Um, a lot of aggressive wildlife. They've got wolverines and grizzly bears and shit like that. Yeah, Stuff that won't hesitate to kill and eat you. They've got wolves. You know, yeah. the, the, the fucking the gambit. So he finally decides he's going to build up a search party. Uh, after a long stretch of nothing, 
They're kind of just going up through the area. They're not seeing anything. And eventually they come up on a campsite and some spruce trees. Um, so as they're coming into the area, it's on the left-hand side of the, like on the left bank of the, the Nahani River. Not too far from the second canyon because there's four canyons total on the river. Charlie sees all this shit, cranks the boat over right up on shore. Camp is completely empty, but there was a message written on a broken dog sled runner. So like a, a slat from a dog sled. So it, it just says we have found a fine prospect. It doesn't say where, doesn't say how far, anywhere like that. Yeah. Um, but obviously they know it's going to be somewhere along the river because that's generally where you're going to find gold is along riverbanks and in the water and stuff. Yeah. So they kind of searched the area a little bit and they found they didn't find any of this gold that anybody had been talking about. Yeah. There was no like gold veins. There's no nuggets. There's no gold dust anywhere. They're not finding anything. So Charlie and these guys started kind of fan out a little bit, you know, recover more land. You might find more. Um, then some, as they're walking, someone called out, I found two. And uh, Charlie's heart instantly sinks. He's like, my brothers are dead. They found him. Uh, and some versions of the story, they were tied to a tree. That's how they found him. More commonly, one was found on the ground and the other was half in and half out of his tent, reaching towards a gun that he could never reach. Both men had been decapitated. The heads are nowhere to be found at all. Could wildlife have carried it off? Definitely. Would a wolf or a bear have carried off just the head and left the rest of the corpse there? Nah, probably not. Because there was no sign of any, um, any like uh, predation. They hadn't been chewed on. Headhunters. Heads missing. Yes. Actually, yes. <laughs> Think about it. The Naha, the, the Naha were known for killing and decapitating anyone they came across. Mm-hmm. Okay. That incident alone was enough to give the area of the Naha Valley new names like Dead Man's Valley, Headless Creek, and the Headless Range. But the McLeods were only two in a string of mysterious yeah, mysterious deaths and disappearances. Somebody yelled, there can be only one McLeod. Yes. Fucking <laughs> Sean Connery's I mean, in the bushes. <laughs> no. uh, there's actually a pretty pretty long list that uh, that we're going to go over. Um, it was actually the Kurgan that did it. True. Sorry. Um, so this list is like kind of, it's funny and sad at the same time as how, of like how long the fucking list is. Um, but we'll come back to that here in just a minute. I want to take a quick break and we'll come back and finish this off because this is not, this is not it. There's more still. So we'll be right back. We're back. So, you ready to hop into this list? Yep. Okay. Uh, the incident with Swiss prospector Martin Jorgensen, was fo- uh, who followed the McLeods in search of gold. Um, in 1917, his cabin was found burned to the ground, and his body was laying less than 100 feet from the cabin, also headless. Not burned, not damaged, no bullet holes, just missing his fucking head. Uh-huh. 1926. Uh, a woman named Anne Lafert disappeared from her hunting party overnight. Another hunted, uh, hunted, 
Another hunter woke up at a weird splashing sound in the river. He looked out of his tent to see a woman that matched Lefert's description. Completely naked, scrambling up the hillside on all fours. Rocks start kind of skittering and sliding down the, the bank, splashing into the water. Um, she's leaving a trail of these rocks just all over the place as she's creeping back up the hill. When she turned her face towards him, he uh, he kind of didn't... He, he noticed that she didn't look right. Um, she looked like she was possessed. Her eyes were got her eyes were really big. They were red. Nothing looked right about her face at all. Um, he re- uh, returned to his tent to wait out the night, and uh, Lafert was never found. Nineteen twenty nine. Another gold. Pro- uh, another gold prospector by the name of Angus Hall, which is a great name, completely vanishes without a trace. They never found hiding or headless of him at all. Gone. Hmm. Poof. Gone. Okay. Um, this whole thing has got like missing 411 written all over it. Mm. This whole case. 1939, prospector Phil Powers' cabin was found burned to the ground. Um, and uh, I mean, there was, there was very little of him left. The cabin's gone. He's cooked up, but his head's still fucking missing. They found a headless, shriveled up little corpse on the floor. Um, and everything, everything in this cabin was burned. There was nothing left. Like a lot of times the cabin would burn down and there'd still be some shit laying over in a corner that didn't get touched or it was burned up a little bit. Nothing was left. Everything was ashes. Hmm. 1936. Two more men, uh, Mulholland and Epler, disappear into the woods. Wow. <laughs> Mulholland and Epler. Sounds like a... Detective agency. Yeah. <laughs> in nineteen forty, a man named Holmberg was found dead with no head. Uh nineteen forty five, another miner, this one from Ontario, was found dead in his sleeping bag, also missing his head. Are we noticing a pattern yet here? Um no, I'm, I'm, I'm not You quite go sure. in there with your head, right? Uh-huh. Then between going in and coming out, something happens and your head is just gone. Well, you don't actually come out with your head. Well, if, if they bring you out, you do. Oh, oh, you know? true. All right, all right. I mean, it's not... it's not. <laughs> or you don't... Actually, I should say you don't walk out at all. Yeah, or they obviously. never don't find you at all. Yeah. So around the same time in 1945, an experienced trapper named John O'Brien suddenly went missing. John O'Brien. After a search, he was finally found next to a campfire, frozen to death, matches still in hand, Headless? Uh, yes, also headless. Um, but they said it looked like he had been flash frozen in place. Just like instantly frozen. Um, of course, back in the 1940s, this is when fr- you know flash freezing was becoming a thing for food. So that's why I was, oh, he was flash frozen. Deep fried and flash frozen. <laughs> um, in 1949, a man named Shobik was found in this cabin. His diary showed that after 43 days without food, he wrote in all capitals, dead man here on a piece of wood and nailed it to the cabin door and went inside. <laughs> That's oh. kind of fucking sad. But at the same time, he's like, oh, at least somebody will find me eventually. Unless those goddamn bears learn how to read. Yeah. At some point before 1962, a man committed suicide by setting off dynamite strapped around his waist. Not the best way to go. Because you could still be conscious through part of that. 
and you just got your shit hanging all over the place and you look down and you're just innards all over the place. Because uh, believe it or not, that kind of makes makes me think about it because there have been pictures and videos of suicide bombers that have survived for a short period of time and it's fucking awful. Mm. So... In 1962, an aircraft pilot miraculously survived a crash into the valley. He did not. He set up camp a short distance from where the plane went down, and according to his diary... First mistake. What's that? He set up right beside the airplane. I mean, if you find one, you'll find the other. No, but easy target. For what? His fucking head! It's like 1962, it's like, I'm pretty sure there's no, like, Soviets up there, like... No, but they're... Well, they could be Soviets coming for this head, Okay. Some giant Russian fuck with a Mosin Nagant. Exactly. Like, winter camo just waiting. Yes. To kill this dude that was not a military pilot. But if he has a ta- <laughs> but if he has a tactical tomahawk, he will win. I think the tactical tomahawks have been outdated by this point. I mean, we did already nuke Japan. No. See, that's where you're wrong. What, Canada's technology never advanced? <laughs> yes. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Uh, so according to his diet, uh, yeah, his diet, his diet, according to his diary, his diet, I almost said diarrhea the second time, ah. his diary, he was well provisioned and confident that it would only be a matter of time before he was rescued. They read his diarrhea. Yep. Yes. He was. So let's see here. He was well provisioned. Wait. He hold just on. holds up a sign. I have diarrhea. Thumbs up. He's like, I'm good. People are like, fuck that. That guy's that guy. That's gross. We're not helping this guy. He's going to shit himself in the boat. Um, he thought he, uh, he thought he was only about six miles from his destination, and Wrong. Uh, planes constantly flew overhead in search for him, and he was never found. Uh, after about fifty days, his diary entries ended abruptly, and his body was never recovered. His diary ended yeah. abruptly. And... They they didn't send like a paratrooper <laughs> down in to be like, oh hey, we see his plane. Wolverine. Like, yeah. One dude just fucking. Down in with a parachute. But no, in this place, he'd be like 600 feet off the ground and the fucking thing would catch on fire. Uh-huh. Just gone. Up and up in a yep. blaze and he just hits and shoots his heels through his asshole and up through his brain. Sorry. That's what happens when you land feet first from that Ex- height. Exactly. Shoot your fingers through the top of your head. Uh-huh. Pretty fucked up. Um, by 1969, there are a recorded 44 disappearances. And they kind of trail off until 2005 when two experienced bushmen david horsey and frederick hardesty vanished from their cabin see i think those are made up fucking names oh, no they're canadian oh oh okay these sorry. are canadian names like those are real sorry yeah sorry uh, uh they were uh, they were found a month later in places the search party had already been through multiple times Huh, sound familiar? Yeah. David was in thick brush with unexplained burns on his arms. Um, ta- and I mean when we talked about the, you know, certain triangle here in Vermont. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, Fred was found floating down the river. Oh. Which means whatever happened to him, they've already looked he in found. the areas where he went. He'd been cycled back through and then floated down the river past where they were, where they're searching. Oh. So, <laughs> something's fucky with that one, for sure. Well, let's see. I mean, there's a vortex that kind of, like, sucked him back up. That's one of the theories, is there's, like, those weird vortexes in the area that, you know... Uh, that... See, what happened was somebody put the, put the you know, the, the goddamn river in reverse. 
I think he was carried <laughs> off by a, a thing of some sort uh-huh. and then just fucking tossed in the river. Yeah, because they got you know they got sick of you know playing with him. Possibly, and I don't mean that in a good way. Just beating his dick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the families were dissatisfied with the investigation into their deaths, and of course uh, they would. And they went out and looking for him. Well, no, they've no. been quote left deeply unnerved and without closure. Even though they have both of the bodies, they just they're not. They probably had to apologize for that because you know they thought that was probably off wrong. Yeah. Uh, so David's stepbrother had this to say: there were bullets shot all over the place. And there was a gunshot into the floor. The picture is bigger than just two guys. One who died of hypothermia and one who died of drowning. There was something else that happened before all the, uh, all that came down. Makes sense. Kind of kind of smacks of Ape Canyon slightly. Yeah. Where, you know, there's fucking bullet, uh, bullet holes all over the inside of this cabin. And then all of a sudden these guys are dead of exposure, basically. Even though Ape Canyon, they didn't die from exposure, but no, they didn't die at all. But they didn't die at all. But you know, that's what would have happened. Yeah, yeah. They well, would have yeah. Bigfoot would have just like jacked their asses and taken them out and Cause slapped them against a tree like an old dirty rug and yeah, well, thrown them have, in the water. You don't have guns or anything, you know. That's what happens. Well, these guys did have guns because there's oh. bullet holes all over the place. I just read that. You know what? You did. I did. And um, <laughs> yeah, I took the guns away, and you know. Canada's not supposed to have guns. Exactly. They have not. For their uh, blackface president. Sure. Oh, you didn't see that? Oh, my God. All about diversity and inclusion, and then they find all these pictures of him when he was in college in blackface, and he's like, no, that wasn't me. And people are like, no, it wasn't him. But it totally was him. Um, also a good chance Fidel Castro is actually his father. Just throwing that out there. Wow. Yeah, because his parents were all buddy-buddy with him, and uh, he... Uh-huh, mommy fucked daddy, fucked, uh, you know. There's a striking resemblance between Justin Trudeau and uh, <clears throat> Fidel Castro when he was younger. Uh-huh. Yeah, same, like, side profile, pretty pretty similar. I mean, Fidel had a, I mean, uh, to be honest, Fidel, when he first started off, it was for a good cause. Then he just got a little bit power-hungry. Yeah, he also teamed up with a complete jackass that, True. you know, fucked him over. True. Because, you know, he didn't care about the country trying to better itself. He was all like, communism now, buddy. I gotcha. Yeah. And then uh, he set up a bunch of uh, death camps for homosexuals and blacks and uh, mm-hmm. eventually died the way he should have. Bleeding out, crying like a little bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy and his stupid berets and all of his dumb shirts. Um, another woman uh, named May Lafferty also the most Canadian female name I've ever heard, disappeared from a hunting party with her in-laws. Search parties found articles of clothing left one by one as she walked off into the woods. So she stripped naked, huh? Yeah, that's actually a thing. It's called paradoxical undressing. When you start getting like the first couple stages of uh, hypothermia, where your body starts to... You're so cold that you actually start feeling like you're overheating, so people will start peeling off their clothes. And that'll lead to uh, uh, terminal burrowing is the other term, where if you're out in the cold, you'll dig a hole in the snow and try to get as low as you can and as small as you can and just freeze to death in a ball. It's mm-hmm. kind of sad. The human body's fucking interesting. Yeah. Because you have no control over that. You just, it's like lizard brain, like I need to get in here and warm up and <clears throat> yep. you know, find you in the fetal position with it's your asshole a, stuck to the ground. It gets back to the you know uh, uh, ancient times yeah. kind of thing. Thought. Lizard brain. 
Sure. Whatever. Survival. Um, so her trail disappeared in impossible places along cliff edges or the banks of a stream, rushing too close for too, rushing too fast to cross, only to reappear further on on the other side. She jumped it. Uh, so uh, she was never found at all. Um, she went back native. No, I'm pretty sure she just wandered off into the woods and died of exposure, and her bones were stripped clean by wolves and coyotes and ravens and stuff. Or somebody found her cute and brought her in home, and hey, baby. Well, dude, this was recent. This was like 2011 that happened. So? So I'm I'm pretty sure she just wandered off in the woods and died. I'm talking about, you know, some big hairy thing. I don't think Bigfoot fucked this lady did up like you do. Um... I didn't say you fucked her. You implied it. I don't. You implied it. No, no, no. I just said, I just simply said that he brought her home and said, hey, baby, come here. I'll take care of you. That's all I said. That's implying intercourse. He, he, no, he brought her home to mom and dad. Which would lead to intercourse because they would approve and be like, hey, yeah. They don't, no, they have to be married first. Okay. You don't know anything about Bigfoot culture. Yes, that's how it works. They're not Christian. They don't have to be married first. I'm pretty no, sure they're just, animals, and they just... All right, fine. They just screw. Well, <laughs> he's not old enough yet. You know, he's, he doesn't get... He's just de- well-developed for his age, though. Yeah, you know? it's true. Why are we talking... This is fucking weird. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. So, beside being a hot spot for all these weird deaths, then the Honey Valley is also a hot spot for sightings of strange lights and, quote, aerial phenomena... And UFOs. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Obviously, this means that quite a few people blame the dis- disappearances on aliens or ghosts. Weird, for whatever reason. Um, vengeful spirits, which, again, Native mm. American yeah. timeline. That would make sense. Yeah. Uh, you know, you fucking woods ghosts <laughs> that are out there just killing the shit out of people. Those fuckers. Some also suggest that the valley might be a place where the uh, the veil is very, very thin. Mm-hmm. Um and they could, this one blows my mind, it could be an entrance to the hollow earth. Ever heard of the hollow earth? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I have. It's pretty awesome. Um, That's where the fucking reptiles live. These are not the only possibilities, though. Not necessarily all reptiles. There are there's stories of, like, you go into the hollow earth and there's, like, dinosaurs and uh, mammoths and shit like that. Also stories of mammoths in this area. Like, mammoth <sighs> sightings. Okay. Um still get those occasionally in Siberia also, which I wouldn't be surprised if possibly a small population of them survived because they could live in the environment. True. They could live up there where it's that cold. They could live in Siberia where it's that cold. You know, they they could survive. They, we killed them off for the most part between us and them just being not a real intelligent animal anyway and killing themselves accidentally. That's, that's where the population went. Um, okay. I agree. The Dene also mentioned stories of what they call the White Walkers. Whoa. Uh, these are spirits of uh, spirits of the, the dead that shriek in the night. They came over the wall? I don't know. I think, to John me... Snow didn't stop them? <laughs> to me, this feels more Wendigo. Yeah. You know? Uh, but no, that handsome bastard didn't kill him, unfortunately. <laughs> Um, uh, they also tell stories of fearsome hairy giants who used to live in the caves and on the canyon walls. Specifically around that area where those two caves are staring at each other across the way. 
I wonder where the heads went. <sighs> Bigfoots. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, the squatches. Yeah. The squatches don't get them. Other stories, and these are, for some reason, when I was reading the article, they're, oh, this is the most confusing story of all of them, um, where there's stories of what's thought to be a long extinct bear dog, which the natives refer to as the Wahila. Um, but it's one of those pre-wolf, like giant, giant dogs that look kind of like half wolf, almost half dinosaur with the long heads. Um, Didn't we? We talked about them. Cover that. Yeah. Um, but they think that that's another possibility because you these did, things you did had that one. Yeah, I did. I did the the fucking prehistoric pig. Or yeah, whatever the bear was, pigs or whatever yeah, they whatever were. The fuck it was. Um, but these things had massive jaws that, if they came across a corpse, they could just snap the head right off and take it with them. Yeah. You know, big big animal. Um, again, the rumors of mammoths and mastodons. Not that those would. You know, chewing his buddies' heads off or anything like that. Um, so the whole area is a bit of an oddity, obviously. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, For sure. There's there's really... And there's really not much more to it than that. There's just no... No explanation for where these people are... Are vanishing into or... Where their heads are going or any of that shit. It's, uh... It's just one of those areas that... Nobody knows what happens there or why that why it happens. So it's kind of like uh, uh, Canada's Bridgewater Triangle, kinda, Bermuda yeah, Triangle. Except not everybody just vanishes. They're finding headless corpses more often than they're finding people that have vanished. True. So it's uh, it's a weird one. It's a weird. But place. it's kind of same stuff. Like I said, or Beddington Triangle with the same kind of shit that's happening. You know what happened here? Where yeah, you know, because I mean, people vanish here and they never find them. Yeah, um, you know, I mean, but or they do find them and they, you know, places they find them in places where they had already searched or yeah, such. So now one of the other theories that I, I didn't really put in here, um, as interesting as it is, I just I was like I don't really know. Um, one of the theories that a lot of people come up with was that the Naha were actually. Um, like a surviving population of Neanderthal. Okay. And that would kind of explain some of the other creatures that you're seeing. Almost like you've walked into a time slip. Like you've gone back in time. Okay. Because all those other animals existed the same time as Neanderthal. So I don't know how much I what how much money I would put into that that, but. It's an interesting thought, hmm. you know, um, wouldn't be the only place in the world that people have said that there's still Neanderthal populations because, uh, I think it was like 1919 or 1920. There was supposedly, um, a group of Soviet soldiers that were sent to a cave to kill a pack of quote unquote wild men. And when they got there, they shot all these people and brought them back and they looked like Neanderthals. And then. Of course, the Soviet government, being the Soviet government, just fucking swept it all under the rug and everything disappeared. Yeah. So, I don't know. Hmm. Is that a possibility? Sure. Is it as likely as aliens? Yeah. I don't see why not. Nope. I'm not believing it. You know, uh, yeah, they're fucking definitely aliens. Is it as likely as a prehistoric, like, wolf monster killing people? Or maybe. 
Because you never know. Shit like that could still be around. It's hard to say no, especially in an area where nobody really goes. Yeah, that's true. There's still reports of saber-toothed cats in Alaska in spots where people very, very rarely go. Yeah, but see, the thing is, with, with that, is stuff like the mammoths and stuff, they're migratory. Yep. So, I mean... To think that, you know, you wouldn't see them because they just go wherever. Right. You know, that, that that's kind of that part of that is kind of like, eh, I don't know. Or, you know, that's the that's the whole other catch to it. Is, right. You know, that kind of makes it not as believable because, you know, we I mean, for the mammoths, I'll give you I'll give you that. That's because they're not they're huge. Yeah, they're huge and they're not super I can say they're not intelligent. They don't really give a fuck if they're seen. Like elephants. Elephants don't hide. They're not nocturnal. No. You know, um, something like the Wahila being a prehistoric dog. Probably because predators are crafty. True. True. They'll stay out of sight as long as they need to and then come out and do their thing. Yeah. I mean, like, we, we don't. But but the thing is, though, you don't know if they were nocturnal if or if they were. Right. Um. You know, not, I mean, because. But if they weren't, and then over all these years, they could have potentially adapted and evolved into it. Could have been, yeah. yeah, It's it's like mountain lions. How many people get attacked by mountain lions every year in the country? A bunch. How many people see them? (laughs) There's probably more people attacked by mountain lions that don't see it coming than do. Yeah. I mean, you don't really see, I mean, well. Yeah, it's like bears, you know. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I've I have literally seen one bear in my forty-two years, and that was just four years ago, I think. I've seen one bear a whole bunch on my fucking lawn, the son of a bitch, but I haven't seen him in a while. But... I mean, what, have you, you saw him in person? Oh yeah, I'm more than once. Okay. I had one night where we heard him banging around over by the the trash cans at the side of the house, which are right under that window. I went over with my phone. I turned the flashlight on. And I put it against the glass. And he was standing there with his front paws on the top of the trash can. And, I mean, just the way he was standing, he was about the same height as me. Not uh-huh. like he we weren't looking like eye to eye. But just judging how he was standing against the trash can, we were about like roughly the same height. And I put my phone against the glass with the, the flashlight on. And he looked up. This kind of looked at me for a second, looked back down to the trash can, and snapped his head back up like, oh, fuck. He's like, oh, hey, oh, shit. And he went down on all fours, and he ran. And there's a that little cluster of trees down here on the right side of my lawn where the one uh-huh. that juts off that's out in the lawn. Yeah. He stopped there, came around it, was looking back in the window, went up on his hind legs, kind of looking, goes back down on all fours, and starts back up. And I tapped on the glass, and he took off like I shot at him. I have not seen him since then, hmm. but the, uh, the, not the last time I saw him, but the time before that, if I'd caught him, he would have been dead because he was in, getting into my chicken feed. So that's yeah. awful close to the birds. And uh, at that point in time, it's my right to defend my livestock. Yeah. That had a cool ass rug under the table in here. <laughs> Actually, I'm pretty sure the dogs would have fucked that up. So yeah, would have had to nail it to the wall or something. Probably shave dark windows into the side of it. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> It'll grow back. Oh no! It won't. Don't worry about it. So, yeah. Wow, that's it's uh, it's an interesting place. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, 
We don't talk about enough of those uh, little places. I think that's probably like the second time we've yeah. actually talked about a, a place, per se. You know, that's had something like that happen. Yeah, so Kevin did a lot of talking. So, uh, yeah, um, before we go any further uh, to end this, um, I just want to, you know, send my uh, – if we have any listeners in uh, – Texas or you know yeah. area that you know may know someone or whatever. My condol our condolences out to you know that whole area. Yep. With that the school that stupid ass school shooting. Not saying it's stupid ass, but it's another it, evil person doing yeah. something evil, and then yeah, it, it's it's just it's sad that and a lot of people are now trying to push for gun control because this is what happens every time. Well, let's not let's not. That's uh, no. That's what I'm saying. Is it's what I'm going to get into is it's not the gun. It's the person. Yeah, we have to going we have to lay blame where it belongs. Instead of having you know securing our schools like we should, mm-hmm. every school should be secure. Um, it's sad that we have to do that in this day and age. I mean, I remember going to school and I never had a um, a police officer and my school you didn't you know we went to the same school oh, you know and in your going into you're in elementary school you never had one no high school Re- we did though uh i never had a resource officer when i was in high school yeah the the, the police department wasn't too far away and, and they'd get called every so often hell we had fucking bomb threats yeah you know i mean those were our big things yeah um but i mean you know but when, what nobody's looking at with this whole story is... But the mental is, health side of it is the part that, you know, needs to be addressed. Where right. this kid was fucking deranged. But this wasn't just a school shooting. It didn't start there. He shot his grandmother. Yeah. Got into a rolling gunfight with fucking Border Patrol agents. And then when they had him cornered, he ran into the school. And that's no, when they, that whole they, thing happened. No, they, they cornered him in the school. That's what I'm saying. Is that he was running from them and they cornered no, him in the school? They, no, he, they got to the school when he was there. They were chasing him. He was shooting at border patrol agents, and that's why they chased him to the school. Oh, I, that's not what I. Yeah, I heard. I heard that he was, he was actually at the school, and a border patrol agent that lived down the road was off duty. And this is the this is where the bullshit happens, is because you don't get the same fucking story anywhere. Well, I, I mean, I just was just you know hearing. You know, from I don't know, whatever. Anyway, that's just. Yeah. But it doesn't matter who was there, who did what. You know, it's just mental health. You know, a lot of a lot of people needs to be addressed, especially you know if you send a fucking. You know, people should start taking some of this shit seriously. You know, and it could have been stopped, probably. You know, when you get a message that says, "Hey, you know, look at this. Something's going to happen." You know, watch me, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Something's going to happen. Um, you know, that that's that becomes more than a thought crime, like stuff that happened in, you know, Vermont. Here. One that happened, you know, didn't happen in Vermont here, but, you know, a kid thought, wrote it down, didn't act upon it, didn't do anything, but it's a thought crime, you know. Oh, it becomes and, conspiracy to commit murder. But so he not, should have, you know. But should he have been... Locked up, sure, or not locked up, but be somewhere for his mental health. Yeah, for sure, for fucking sure. Yeah, and but 
the mental health system slip, let him slip through the cracks. Yeah, happens a lot. And that's where the mental health system in our country needs to be worked on. Right. But we're not going to worry about um, that. We're just going to say, no more guns. Instead of saying, let's try to help people that are having issues. Because we, we can't blame the person. We have to blame the object. Yeah. But then it's again. like It's like when some jerk-off drives through a crowd of people in New York City. They blame the truck. They don't blame the driver. Yeah. There was no mechanical problem. This asshole ran down a bunch of people in a truck. You know, but at the same time, <laughs> you know, you know it's, uh, it comes down to that point of, you know, what's something we can do to do whatever? Well, I mean, if the weapon was purchased legally, you know, and everything, this had been so much time after somebody does something. This is always how it happens. It's not always, you know, somebody goes and, you know, they always say it. People, the people's argument is, well, you know, prevent that from happening is to prevent the person from getting a weapon when they buy it. Well, guess what? That's not always the case. Sometimes people have the weapons or they steal the weapon and then they go commit the crime. Which is why if you are... Nobody a fi- buys a weapon and then goes and does something. Sometimes. Sometimes, but not always. If you're a firearm owner, be responsible. Lock your shit up. Exactly. I, I today, myself, as of uh, 525 of 2022, just went and dropped $700 on a gun safe on my way home from work, and I'm picking it up this weekend because I've got a kid on the way, and we've got crackheads about that have been breaking into people's cars and shit, and I don't want my shit stolen. I know someone personally who had a firearm stolen out of their vehicle that was unlocked. Secure your shit. Yep. But anyway, that's enough of that. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I just want to, you know, from Kevin and I, I want to send our condolences yep. out and and fuck that guy. I hope he's burning in hell. Yeah. That that kid, you know. Yeah. You're not. You're not. You don't have the balls enough to take your fight to a grown ass person. You have to go shoot kids. Yep. Fuck you. There's a special place in hell for you. Exactly. And I hope you're there just getting ass fucked with sandpaper. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Piece of shit. Yeah. Um, and the more I hear about the Buffalo thing, the more fucky that whole thing gets too. The the grocery store shooting that everybody's already yeah. forgotten about. Yeah. Yeah. That one's fucky. That one's weird. Crazy uh, shit. Yeah. I read sections of the manifesto today. And I went, some of this shit doesn't make sense. Hmm. A little weird. So I don't know, man. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So that said, you know, switching gears here. Uh, if you're looking, if you're in the, uh, you know, looking for a pair of, uh, headphones, earbuds, Bluetooth speaker, look no further than studio.com. Joe, check them out. They have what you want. And, uh, when you're done, put that in your, put find whatever you want, put it in your basket and then go to checkout, put the promo code of dark windows 15 in to get 15% off your entire purchase. Also, go do your social media stuff and uh, go check us out. Uh, we're on, you know, as usual, we're on Facebook, Dark Windows Podcast, and then uh, Dark Windows Pod for Twitter and Instagram. Um, also, you can find us. You can find us also somewhere else too. Oh yes, Patreon. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna go over Patreon, Patreon.com forward slash Dark Windows Podcast. Yes. You can, well, we're on there, and if you want an extra episode, 
per week of us rambling about some weird shit. You know, um, you can you know drop us five dollars and or more if you'd like, and you can hear an extra little uh, little episode. And such as, you know, by the time you hear this, you know, there's an episode that was already dropped on... Uh, yesterday. Yesterday that uh, was already dropped on Sunday for the Patreon listeners. Yeah, Patreon got that one first. But uh-huh. it was it was one of those things where after covering the cult, we talked about it and we're like, we got to give this to everybody. Yeah. It everybody got to hear this. Yes. Because it was a big part of it. We get to listen to those fucking wankers talk the, about, you know... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> why they wanted to do it. Because they're... <laughs> Yeah. Wankers. Yeah. Also, this is a big one. Everybody, listen up. We, I have posted this on Facebook several times, but I'm talking to you, those ones that have not yet sent us some strange, weird. Send your fucking stories. Yes. I want, I want strange, weird stories that, you know, a paranormal or just, or whatever. You know, we cryptid. don't want weird like, hey, I took a weird shit once. Yeah, I mean, yeah. no, no, no. I go for like, it, send it. I don't care. I'll read I want, it. I want like you know, like paranormal, cryptid, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, stories. You know, that UFO story, whatever that you had or know someone that had that. Send it to us, darkwindowspod at gmail dot com. Yep. And and if for whatever reason you can't get it to work there, because we've had people try to email us stuff that didn't go through. Message it to one of the two of us, and we will copy it into a Word doc. Yes. He's Kev Carlton. I'm yep. Kev Heyer. Uh, just, just, yeah, just message us, and, you know, we can figure something out. So um, we're looking at uh, – let me grab my calendar up here. Um, we're looking at probably – The week of – Like the end of June. Somewhere like the like week that. of the 22nd is what yep. we're looking at because we want to make that episode 201. So you have – you have almost a full month. Almost a full month, yeah. Almost a full. Don't no excuses. I'm gonna remind you next week. Once again, I will remind you next Jesus week. Jesus, Professor Higher. Yes. God damn it. Because we've we, we've decided on on episode 200 for a big topic, and we're not telling them. Holy shit! It's gonna be big. Uh, it's gonna be fun. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, we, uh... There's only one other person that knows. We had to bring in a research assistant on this shit. <laughs> we called in, uh... And you keep your face shut. You know who you are and you know what it's about. You stop. Yeah. Don't yeah. say nothing. We called the bullpen, okay? Yeah. God damn it. You know, but, um... Yep. So... And depending on how how that goes, I could see us doing that again in the future for other topics. Yeah. Uh, we got some British dudes that I'm sure could find us some, uh... Weird, uh, British shit. We trust yeah. them, though? Uh, I guess. <laughs> we do trust them. I mean, they're an ally in the war on whatever. True. Usually. That they usually true. don't stick it out as long as we do, but they're smarter than us. <laughs> yeah. The Brits are like, we lost 200 guys in Iraq. Fuck this. We're done. We out. Yeah. The Germans are like, listen, you can keep your, your base here to come, you know, bandage up your guys and they get all fucked up. But uh, we ain't helping like that. Yes. The French surrendered to Iraq. Uh, even though they weren't invaded, just, well, I mean, I guess technically they've kind of been invaded, but, <laughs> but that's hard to say one way or the other. Um, uh-huh. yeah. Anyway, with yeah. that being said, holy shit, up next week is episode 199 and we won't tell them what we're doing. No. Well, we'll we tell- kind of have to because of 
Yeah, what the... We'll tell them next week. So next Monday is a holiday here in the States that we here at the Dark Windows Podcast are quite quite fond of. Memorial. Because that means we get to talk about some bad sons of bitches. (laughs) Bad mofos. That's exactly what we're going to do. Pretty pumped for it. Yeah. Oh, and guess what? Patreon that week? You're probably getting more badasses. So uh, if you want more of them, five bucks a month. Exactly. And then you can hear all the other shit. I just went back and listened to one about a crazy dude from New Jersey out on the ocean doing stuff with fish. And it was a lot of fun. So if you want to hear any of that stuff, like, you know, you got to, you know, I'm not saying you got to pay up, but if you want to hear that, you got to pay up. <laughs> I'm not saying you got to pay up, but you got to pay up. And if you want to do it for a month and listen to everything and then, you know, bounce, that's cool. That's fine. You know, we've got a, uh, we got like, 24 25 episodes up there now so keep you busy for a little bit and then come back in a couple months when there's more shit built up do it i don't care some are that long some are I don't care how you know, do it some are short some are long and it's not that it's not that we don't put in the effort into the the patreon episodes it's just topics that some of them there's not enough on them to do a full episode or it's just topics like for me that just popped it sometimes it's just pop, something that pops in my fucking brain and i'm like hey i want to I want to look into it, and I'm going to put it on Patreon. Fuck yeah. it. So. Yeah. Anyway, let's stop rambling. Yeah. Just because you can't see out into the dark doesn't mean the dark can't see into you. Until next week, goodbye. Don't lose your head. Ouch. <laughs>